Hello and good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. My name is Timmy Gibson. I'm the host here of The Timmy Gibson Show. Thank you for joining me today for some ramblings about self-discovery, self-improvement. Who am I? Where am I going? What am I doing? What's my purpose here now in this time, in this world? And that's it. I don't know. Good day. No, <laughs> I've been given this a lot of thought, actually. And uh, to be honest, I'm not saying I have given it a lot of thought and now I have the answers. I've just been given it a lot of thought. And hopefully today you will as well be thinking about it a lot, too, because I think it's important to know what our purpose is. And I don't really know what I believe when it comes to, do I think, I used to think that we were born for a purpose. And I, I'm, uh, I don't know if I believe that or not now. I think there's a divine purpose. Um, I that's just a, I, I'm really honestly, yeah, I'm I uh, I don't know because I'm asked this a lot, and I've I'm yeah I'm in the midst of journaling and thinking through the whole idea of whether there is a divine purpose for each person individually. And uh, coming from a religious Christian upbringing, I was taught that God did have a purpose for each of us. Now I will say everybody matters. Everyone's life matters and we should do something purposeful something meaningful, something fulfilling. Um, of course, like I definitely believe that. I believe that we should do something with that kind of passion. Like there's this cosmic call, you know? Um, I know that for me in my personal life, there are... Uh, Yeah, the much of what I do, I feel compelled to do. But is that my own compelling? You know, is that something just within me based upon my life, my experiences, my wiring? Uh, or, or you know, is there a God that has this specific divine plan and purpose for me to fulfill? I don't know. And I'm not really sure for sure what I believe about that. I I think it's, I guess it's entirely possible. I guess anything's entirely possible. Um, but whether that's actually true or not, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm uncertain about just what I feel about that. Um, yeah, I wish that, I wish that we could interact. I wish that you could talk back. It'd be a, this would be a great discussion. Actually, this would be a great, great, like group discussion, really, uh, this discussion on divine destiny or divine calling or a divine purpose of some sort. So, yeah, I, I think, I think it's a worthy, uh, pursuit. I, I think that whatever it is that we do, it, it should, we should have that kind of feeling about what we do. Does that make sense? In other words, I don't, I'm not one that would want to, no, this is just for me. I personally wouldn't want to be going to a factory for 40 hours a week, putting together widgets or anything like that. I'm drinking my coffee. Hold on. Oh my gosh. I got this new creamer. Like a, it is like a, 
a vanilla bean creamer and then I mixed it with some caramel creamer. Oh my goodness. It's like heavenly divine. This is my purpose, I think, to drink good coffee. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm not uh, I, Yeah, I really don't know. I I know that I so here's what I do know or I, again what I believe or what I feel like I know in my heart is that we should live life to the full. You know, there is a quote from the Bible. Jesus says that I've come that you might have life and have that life to the full. And for me, what a full life is or fulfilling life is um, being out in the world, you know, and, and experiencing life and nature and people and places and beautiful things. I'm, I'm so turned on by uh, the beauty of nature and the beauty of just magnificent places. And it's one reason why I love Instagram so much. I really like Instagram just because it's, it's pictures and, you know, some pictures are stupid, but <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, that's just part of, part of what it's like open like that. And everybody can do whatever they want. I typically try not to follow people that have just stupid accounts, but um, <laughs> I, I hope I don't sound judgy, but I'm just, you know, I mean, that's just not for me. I, I, I want to follow either friends or, you know, family or uh, super cool stuff. Uh, follow a lot of photographers and world travelers just because that's, that's something that uh, fascinates me um, greatly. You know, I didn't, I didn't grow up traveling um, at, at much at all. I mean, um, that just wasn't part of the, the family culture that wasn't, we didn't do any kind of world traveling I think one time, where did we go? One time we went to, for a minute, um, we went to Las Vegas. My parents took us to Las Vegas, and then I begged them to take us over to California. And um, so we went to California, which is when I learned how icy cold the water was. So different than Florida. Florida water is nice and warm, and it's just delightful. But California, man, it was freezing cold. Um, so I definitely wasn't, I wasn't feeling like let's go swimming in icy cold water. Uh, but the scenery, oh my goodness, the weather and the scenery in California, uh, at least where, where we were that day in long beach, which now I've been back to California many times. Of course, it's pretty much a shit show right now, all that's going on. But, uh, I had been to California to visit multiple times since then and Laguna beach, San Diego, San Francisco, of course, L.A., Hollywood, Beverly Hills, uh, San Clemente, Orange Beach, Huntington Beach. I mean, you name it. I've been up all around there, and it's just absolutely beautiful. It's just beautiful. Uh, beautiful. Um, beautiful place to visit. I would not want to live there. Though I hear North California, which I've not been. I've not been up north in, in wine country, which is for sure. I'll, I'll definitely be doing that. Uh, 2021, I plan on doing quite a bit of traveling, going to Brazil, uh, the Philippines, want to go back to Europe. And definitely when I go, I want to, I want to live in another country actually for a time. And so it's, it's entirely possible um, that at some point next year, I'll be doing this podcast from another country for a stint of time. So I'm, I'm really excited about that possibility. Um, definitely going to go to South Africa. Yeah. There's just so many different places, so many different people that I've, I've befriended and, and met on my journey. And I just, I want to travel and see their world and, and experience, you know, their, their view of the world. Um, so super, super, super stoked about doing that in 2021. Um, but yeah, discovering, really discovering yourself. I, I got a tattoo. Uh, was it last year? No, I got it this year. It's a new tattoo this year. It's actually my newest tattoo. Uh, it's on my neck and it kind of goes from behind my earlobe down into my trap. And it just says, know thyself in a really cool font. 
And I got it because that's the journey that, that, I mean, I'm personally on, I don't know what journey everybody else is on, but um, for me, just getting to know myself and, and, you know, the, the wild thing about, I've literally become a whole nother person. I'm, I'm not even the same person I was uh, 10 years ago. I don't think the same. Um, nothing about me is the same. You know, it's, it's funny sometimes when I, I talk to old people or I'm encountering family or different things. It's, it's just wild because either they don't, they just don't know me. They don't know me. I'm, I'm just not even the same person. Uh, completely have changed and uh, completely have changed for the better. I'm more at peace. I'm more, my heart is more full of love. I'm more open and honest and more um, calm. Um, definitely, definitely more centered. Um and those that know me and care to to really you know talk to me, I I had a friend over the other day, and she hadn't seen me in a long time. It'd been a long time since we had uh, we we chit chat every so often, but it's been a long time since we'd actually gotten together, like years. And uh, at, after we got done talking for two and a half, almost three hours, she said, "She goes, you're you're definitely different." And I said, "Really?" I said. Like in what way? Like, tell me, you know, cause it's just, that, that's fascinating to me. And she said, yeah, you're just, you're so calm. You're so centered. You're, she goes, you're just different. She said, you just seem more whole. And, you know, I guess that's what happens when you, when you dig into the closet of, of deceit and you dig into the closet of, and you pull out the skeletons that were in your closet and you, you know, you expose them and you sit with them and you dine with them, if you will. Um, you know, that, that, that you never truly can get to know yourself if you're completely lying to yourself all the time. And a lot of people I feel, and I don't say this as a, as a point of judgment, I just feel like it's an observation, but it seems that people just they're lying to themselves all the time. They live such fake lives. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I, what, you know, what happened to me to make me so well, I, I do know what happened to me. I uh, went through the darkest, darkest experience of my life, which was now on the backside the best thing for me actually. Isn't that weird how that works? Like the best, the, the worst thing became the best thing. The worst thing became like critical in my growth, critical in my journey of life and saved me from ultimate destruction, I guess you'd say. Um, yeah, I you know that's this is funny because I've not really thought about this when I when I came on to to ramble a little bit about this whole self discovery, uh, finding out who I am, who you know, who, who, this this discovery of, of self, you know, the self discovery journey. Um, uh, you know, I didn't really think about that much. Um, yeah, the, this the road that the that journey that particular road it it got rough for a while you know it got really rough it got tossy and turny and and sketchy and scary and bumpy and it was pretty rough and thankfully i i guess i had had enough training in my life to realize that it was important for me to turn into that and, and to not try to escape it, you know, through drugs or through um, any kind of weird habits or excess, anything weird, you know, um, or, or to turn into bitterness and, and jadedness and malice and hatred. Um, but to really turn in, turn into it, I think has um, been a healthy part of, of my particular journey and how, how I was coached and counseled to handle my dark days 
And, um, and now, like, I, I think I did a, a, a pot, an episode several times ago, just about this whole new life that I'm living, this whole new experience, you know, new friends, um, you know, making new friends, uh, just acquaint, I just got acquainted with a, an acquaintance. I got acquainted with an acquaintance <laughs> of mine yesterday, someone that I have known for years and had talked to, you know, every so often in, in kind of in passing when our paths would cross and, uh, got to meet up with him yesterday and just had a delightful time chatting and catching up and, and he's had gone through a similar situation that I had gone through. And so, um, yeah, I'm just super excited. We're, we're going to hang out this Friday and go hear some jazz. And yeah, it's just, it, it's just, I'm experiencing all these new things in this process of self-discovery because, you know, we're the sum total of our experiences, right? I mean, had I been born in China, um, I would be speaking Chinese and probably be good at math. <laughs> you know, I'd probably be an accountant <laughs> and always have a camera around my neck. Anyway, that sounds so racist. Um, uh, you know, I mean that, but that's just the reality though. So if I was born in, I mean, you name it right anywhere else, I would have been, I would be a, a different person and with different views and thoughts and ideas, though I do think at least from what I have experienced personally and from what I have read and, and seen and, and heard and learned is that there's also the biological part of me, right? Which is similar to the whole, you know, nature versus nurture. Um, you know, when we talk about homosexuality, most of the people that, that I know, of course, most homosexuals that I know, or those in the gay community, LGBTQ, however you say it, po politically correct, you guys know my heart. Um, all my friends that, that are in that community, uh, I would say 90% of them, it, it was totally nature. They were just born that way. Like, like I was born heterosexual, they were born homosexual. It was just how they were born just how they're wired and uh you know so that is what it is and there's some that were you know abused when they were younger or had an absent father and so maybe there could be some nurture in there too for sure um and maybe a very small percentage that just are uh what do they call that is it called pansexual um where you don't really identify as homosexual or even bisexual you're just pansexual i think and i think that means and i could be wrong i should i should have looked this up maybe uh, but this wasn't in my notes but pansexual i think just means it doesn't matter male female this doesn't matter you can you're just attracted to whoever you're attracted to i think that's correct so uh, i actually went on a date with a girl like that if i'm not mistaken that's what she said she was pansexual so it doesn't matter the sex anyway um she was actually really, really cool. So anyway, um, so I, I think that there's no doubt about it. The bio biology or just nature, uh, definitely plays a role in our, in our lives. Uh, because for me personally, nurture wise, uh, you know, I was raised very religious in one way and, everything about that way that I was uh, raised, not that it was bad. I'm not, I'm, this isn't about my parents because this is my story. This isn't about my parents, but just that culture uh, just wasn't for me. It, 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 I never really fit in. I never really resonated with it completely. Um, I tried to, uh, but there was always something in me scratching me, you know, like there, I guess it, honestly, it would be like this. It would be like trying to act heterosexual when you're homosexual. I, I think that's, that's how I would describe it, uh, for me, but, but it wasn't about my sexuality. It was about just in general life in general, you know, like for me, no one in my family, I don't even think, I don't think anybody in my family has been out of the country. 
I, I don't think I'm pretty sure. I don't think anybody in my family has been out of the country, not especially immediate family. Um, and no one in my family is really interested in traveling. Um, and so <laughs> I'm so, so opposite of that. So, and I've already traveled to some, and this is nothing, but I think I've been, I think I added it up. I'm like 10, 11, 12 countries that I've been to. Um, and that's nothing, nothing. And I plan on going to many, 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 many more for sure. Um, so yeah, I don't, it's like, I was just cut from another mold. I don't, um, there's certain things that my family uh, struggles with that some would say, you know, genetics, which I don't just total side note, look up on YouTube, Bruce Lipton about epigenetics in short, just in short. So look him up after you hear what I'm going to say, cause you're going to think, uh, Timmy, you're crazy. That's wrong. You're nutty. No, look it up. It's a scientific fact. So what I'm going to say next is not something I'm making up. It's actually a real thing, but it's called epigenetics anyway. So it doesn't matter what my genetics are. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if all my family has certain issues. It doesn't matter if my family is given to certain behaviors. I don't have to be that way. I don't have to, ha I don't have to do that. And so I decided not to, <laughs> I decided that I'm, I'm not going to be like them. Um, and it's really not even about being like, not, it's not even about not being like them. It's just like, I'm going to have another life. I'm going to live a full life. I'm going to be active. I'm not going to give in to depression or anxiety. I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to let fear dictate my life. I'm, you know, I'm going to travel and see places and my curiosity for the world and for beautiful things is very heightened. And I am constantly learning, which thank goodness I recently heard a neuroscience neuroscientist uh, give a lecture, uh, I believe at Harvard, but just talking about the way to stay young is to constantly be learning new things um, like pick up dancing or pick up an instrument or reading books, uh, traveling, um, new experiences. And so that's partly my motivation is I want to not only look young, um, because apparently I look young for my age. Um, I want to have a young mind, you know, I don't just want to look young <laughs> and I have this aversion to a, a, a disdain or an aversion to uh, ignorance and stupidity and moronic stuff. You know, I, I definitely, if you've listened to me at all, I, I definitely just am very averse to, to ignorance and it's just something. Yeah. It's just something. And when I say ignorance, so not just intellectual ignorance, but emotional ignorance, um, spiritual ignorance, uh, or people that just aren't reasonable or rational, you know, um, I, I heard uh, Joe Rogan talk about this the other day. Someone, I guess, got blasted, I guess, just got blasted on social media. And I think it was a it was a black man that said it. And he was asked by a reporter, you know, does he support Black Lives Matter? And he said, well, he said, you know, all lives matter. And he just got blasted, you know, which it's fascinating to me because that's absolutely true. All lives do matter because in that statement, all lives matter. That includes black people, white people, purple people, yellow people. It, it includes everybody, it, right? So that's a reasonable statement. It's a true statement, just as true. So black lives matter. Yes, that's a true statement. White lives matter. That's also a true statement. 
all lives matter. That is a true statement. And I like that statement personally, because that includes everybody because black lives matter. doesn't include me. I'm white. So just as I would not like someone to say, do you think white lives matter? I'd be like, uh, all lives matter, man. Like, that's how I would personally feel. I wouldn't wear a shirt that said white lives matter because though it's true. Well, yeah, of course, white lives matter. Black lives matter. Purple lives. Everybody, all lives matter. So it's, it's wild that we live in a culture right now that you can't say something that is absolutely emphatically true that all lives matter. That's an absolute truth. And that includes everybody because I've always lived such an inclusive life. I've, you know, I, uh, is there race in our country? Well, of course, well, for fuck's sake, of course, of course there's racism in our country. You know, is there a deep seated systemic racial issue? Uh, you know, I'll be honest. I'm a little on the fence, depending on what we mean by systemic. Um, but I, I'm, I could be tipped either way. Does that make sense? Like I literally am, I'm not saying no, I'm not saying yes, hundred percent. I, I, I feel that it's possible. I just don't understand exactly what systemic means, um, totally and completely. I've, I've actually looked the word up and, and, um, yeah, so I, I, I don't like to really even answer that question because I really don't know. But when people say, you know, do, do you think there's a race problem? Well, well, of course there are, there is race, racial issues, clearly. Uh, I mean, just open your eyes. Uh, but I'm also of the personality or of the belief that, you know, you can make, make some, make something of, of something you can make more of something that is necessary. And I'm saying that, that, that it's not because it's important. Like we're, we're making something important that should be important. I'm not, I'm not saying that because racism is something that we should eradicate. I hope that it gets eradicated. It, it needs to go away. We need to deal with it. We need to like, so all that I'm in agreement with, but I also know that when we focus all of our attention on something, uh, it, it does seem to be bigger maybe than it really is. And again, I might be speaking from ignorance here. So maybe it's already bigger than maybe, you know, maybe we're not magnifying it. Maybe we're just exposing it. And so, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not an expert when it comes to racism. I wasn't raised in a racist family. So I was never I was never taught to treat people differently. I was taught that there's only one race, the human race, and you know everybody matters. You know, color of the skin, it, it, everybody's just different. Some are darker, some are lighter. I mean, it's just like that's it. So you know, so for me personally, I just wasn't raised in that kind of a culture. I, I guess I digress. We're I'm off topic of our purpose in life, but so um, well, but I think it's all important because. Um, I think we decide, I, I really think that we decide what our purpose in life is. You know, what are you passionate about? What do you care about? What do you want to see in this world? What do you want to see uh, happen in, in your life, in your family's life and in, in your children's lives? If you end up having any or in the future generations, you know, what, what is it that you want to see happen and come to fruition um, I think those are all important questions to ask ourselves whenever we're in pursuit of, of what is my purpose and, you know, is there a divine purpose? I, can I, can I just say, I think that I don't think anybody can know that. I mean, you can believe that I, that's totally cool. I believed that for years and years and years and years. And it, I mean, I think it served me okay. So I, I don't have a problem with people believing that God's got a purpose for them. Um, but more importantly than whether God has a purpose for you, I think it's important to discover what it is that you want to do and what you're wanting to become. So we'll be right back with part number two. 
And we're back <laughs> 24 hours later. <laughs> yeah, so I got up this morning and which was um it's 24 hours from when that first episode like <laughs> I said we'll be right back. It was the next day. So anyway, um I had to listen to what I said in that first uh first segment to uh, kind of catch myself up on like, what did I say yesterday <laughs> in regards to finding our purpose, knowing ourself, you know, self-discovery. That's one of the most important aspects of living a fulfilling, meaningful life. As a matter of fact, I, um, when I got up this morning, I grabbed the book on my bedside table called The Mastery of Love by Don McGill Ruse, I guess is how you say his name. And here's here's what I read. Well, I read way more than this, but this is a paragraph that I read that I thought, wow, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna share that this morning on the podcast. Just imagine how you would feel the day you adore your own body. When you accept yourself completely, you will feel so good about your own body and you're going to be so happy. Then when you relate with someone else, your limit of self-abuse is almost zero. This is self-love. This is not personal importance because you treat others with the same love, the same honor, the same respect, and the same gratitude you use with yourself. Can you see the perfection in a relationship like that? It's about honoring the God inside each other. When you make it your goal to create the perfect relationship between you and your body, you are learning to have a perfect relationship with anyone you are with, including your family, your friends, your lover, your children, or even your dog. When you have the perfect relationship between you and your body, in that moment, your half of the relationship outside you is completely fulfilled. You no longer depend upon the success of relationships from the outside. I thought that was really, really good. Um, when it comes to understanding or um, fulfilling your purpose or understanding, I think, I, I honestly think that when you truly, um, understand your, um, you know, when you truly understand the importance of, of self love, uh, and not just the importance of it, but when you honor that, you know, when you honor that self love, it's, yeah, it's a powerful thing, man. It, 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 it's weird. It, it's so calming. It really is so calming when you don't depend on the, the, oh, the, how can I say this? When you don't depend upon the adoration or the love of, of anyone else in order to feel loved. That's when life gets really interesting. When, when you truly don't need anyone. And again, I, I'm not a fan of people that goes, I don't need anybody. I don't need anybody. Like, I think that's just a false, I think it's like a false, a false flag, honestly. Uh, when I hear people say that, well, I don't need anybody. I, I don't need anybody. I'm self-sufficient. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> anyway, I, I do. I mean, I, I, I don't mean that in a judgmental way. I'm just making an observation that I think that when people say that, it's really more of a cover-up. That if you don't need anyone, then you don't need to even say that. Um, but let me, because let me say this. When you recognize that your whole you're just whole and you don't need to tell anybody that you don't need anybody. You just don't need anybody. And ironically, when you don't need anyone is when someone can 
typically comes into your life <laughs> and it's not because you need them. That's the thing. It's not because you need them. It's, I, and I'm, I, I, the word that actually popped up in my uh, head right there was that, you know, you, you deserve them. I'm not, uh, I'm not entirely sure that's right either. I don't know if it's really about deserve. Maybe it's at that point is when maybe that, maybe that actually, that might actually be right. That when you get to a place where you don't need anyone is where you do deserve someone or at least deserve to be in a relationship because at that point you are whole and complete, which is what makes for a great relationship. Uh, uh, too many times relationships can get codependent. Interdependency, I think, is is one thing, but but codependency, it's it's you know, if if someone leaves the house and you just can't hardly, you know, it's uh, yeah, I don't know. It, that that's I, I I you know, it's hard to define um specific actions because you know when you really love someone of course you want to be around them you want to be with them you want to share every moment with them and that can be a healthy thing just you just love them so much you just want to be around them and with them but it's not like without them you're nothing or without them you can't breathe i mean that always sounds like a great line in a movie but that's actually not that's actually not good like that's not a good thing um but yeah, I mean, you know, missing someone, longing for someone. I mean, all those things are, you know, that's just a part of when you really love someone. You, of course, of course, like when you really love someone, you want to be around them. You, you know, it's like you miss things. You miss, you know, you can miss people. You can miss animals. You know, you miss family. You miss, you know, whatever. But it, it, you still live your life and you're, you know, whatever. So I think, you know, if you're single out there, listening to me, you have the perfect opportunity with no distractions because you can choose um, to find, find your center, you know, find, find that love for yourself. And if you're, if you're in a marriage or in a committed relationship or a partnership, you know, just making sure you're taking time for yourself. I mean, that's, that's simple. Uh, just make, make sure that, that, uh, you're, you're doing, doing you, you know, and taking that time to, for self love and self care and, and, and doing what you love and what you dream about. And, and, uh, yeah, I, I think, I think that truly, truly, what is our purpose? So I started out at the beginning of this episode, frankly, a little uncertain ab about, like, you know, what, what is, you know, is there a divine purpose? And, and now as, as I'm in this, I slept on it, you know, and had, you know, of course it's been 24 hours later now and kind of molded over, you know, and then got up this morning and then push play to listen to that first little segment and what I said, you know, now I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, well, yeah, the, I think, I think everyone's purpose in life is self-discovery is fi truly finding out who we are, what we are. Um, and I, you know, I don't know some answers we don't know. And so uh, this is a little bit of a side skirt, but I think it all fits together. Uh, one of the purposes I think of religion or even spirituality, it's, I think why religion maybe took off or why it is, uh, I don't know if I'd say necessary or needed, but, but how and why it maybe came to be religion in general. Um, and when I say religion, I mean like all religions, all faiths, all spiritual practices, like all of it. I'm not talking about any one specific group. I'm talking about all religion, all of it. Uh, I think it, people want answers. I think there's that human part of us that we want answers. We want to know where we came from. What's our history? Uh, what's after this? I think that's the question that has plagued humans since the beginning of time. You know, where, where are we from? 
Where are we going? What's after this? What's the meaning of all of this? And, you know, there's, there's, I just don't know if now you can believe what you, you can have a belief in what that is. Like everything I just asked, you know, some people might say, well, our purpose is to love God or our purpose is to serve people or our purpose is to, okay. I mean, <laughs> for you, that's okay. You know, but, but what is actually factually for like, what is, I don't know. Right. I, I think it goes back to, and so many times, especially within the re religious world, you can't say I know or don't know. You don't, you don't say that. You always have to have answers. You know, the Bible is answers. You know, there's a stupid, ridiculous program. I would never recommend anyone ever listen to it, but it's called the Bible answer man. It's the stupidest radio show ever. And it's this dude that just, he's the, that's it. That's his title. He's the Bible answer man. If you want to know anything, the right thing, just he's the answer man. Such a ridiculous, egotistical program, if I've ever heard one. Anyway, um, I, I think that's what religion tends to help, at least, I guess, help answer for some people is, you know, after this, there's heaven. And, you know, if I do this, this, and this, which depending on what religious faith you come from, there's different things. The Christian faith, it's just accept Jesus. That's it. That's all you have to do. And then you're in heaven. Um, so, but is that actually true? You know, and here's the thing. So a Bible person would say, you know, like a Christian would say, yeah, it is true. It's the Bible. Okay. <laughs> So if that's true, and I'm not going to argue with you and say it's not, or it is, or it isn't, because I don't know. Okay. But let's just say, if that is true, then we have a real problem because human history goes back and we know this, this isn't like a theory, like it's, this is a fact that we know that humans go back three to 400,000 years and and most likely even millions but but we have like facts and factual proof of at least 3 to 400,000 years is how far back humans go that's let's just pick the 300,000 that's 298,000 years of human history of people who never got to hear the gospel message because it hadn't been invented yet. It hadn't been created yet. Do you see the problem here? If human history, which it does like, I mean, again, this is known. This is something that, that we know minimum 300,000. They're really tending to think it's older, but let's just go with the, let's be conservative here. Let's be conservative and go with the facts and what we know. 300,000 years of human history. Christianity and most religions that we even know about today, Hinduism is the oldest, go back about 2,000 years. Hinduism a little bit older, but let, let's, so just to say two to 3,000 years. That leaves 297,000 years of human history where there was no gospel, there was no Bible, there was no Jesus, there was no Christianity, there was none of that. So how do you explain that? Right? How, how, how do you make sense of that? That if, if you have to accept Jesus to go to heaven, like Jesus was, the, like, this is the, if that is true, we have a real problem on our hands. We have a real, real massive, massive problem on our hands. So when I think of what is our purpose I think throughout human history, humans have 
tapped into this spiritual unknown thing in order to to help alleviate the unknowns. For some people, they need certainty. And I've even, I've even seen this, you know, as a pastor for 30 years. So I spent 30 years. Some people would say, no, you haven't. You only said. <laughs> in 1990, I took my first pastor position as a student pastor in Springfield, Missouri. That was 1990. Today is 2020. So 30 years ago, I became a pastor and have been teaching for 30 years. I started a church in Kansas City about 18 years ago, 19 years ago now. And I still teach, but I don't, I don't pastor that church anymore. I, I shut it down and I'm starting an, a new community based upon spirituality, not on religion. Anyway, I've been teaching for 30 years in the, in the ministry or in, as a pastor for 30 years. And so I've dealt with everything, you name it. I've, I've dealt with all of it. You, you name the stories that people, death of a family member, death of a child. I mean, all the things, all of it. I've dealt with all of it. A little side note on something I'll, I'll tell you about in a second that I think is actually really wild. But anyway, so in that 30 years, what I've noticed is humans tend to need answers why someone died I, I i it's absolutely um yeah like i can't tell you the number of people when they've lost a loved one especially when it was a premature type of a thing they have to assign a reason to it now i I don't take that reason away from people, whatever they do, you know, people, whatever they need to do to, to find comfort though, you know, I'm such a person of, uh, you know, truth will set you free. So when people are like, well, you know, I think that they're, you know, they were headed for trouble. And so God took them and I'm like, what? That doesn't even make sense because one, if you want to get biblical about it, the Bible says that God is no respecter of persons. So if he's going to kill someone because tragedy or trials or tribulations are coming their way, then why does anyone face trials and tribulations? <laughs> they should all be, God should just take them. So that that's just silly. That's just a silliness that's out of someone's mind that they would make up something like that. Uh, and even some people will go as far as, you know, God told me, you know, God told me. Oh, my Lord, the number of people that I've heard that God told me something and ended up clearly being, yeah, no, I think it was the pizza and the chili dog you had late last night speaking to you. It wasn't God. Um, you know, clearly that was just something that made up in their own mind, but I, I, I don't know what that is. I really don't. I, I'm sure there's a, a psychological answer or definition or explanation on what that is in people that they need, they need to know, you know, they want to know, they want to put a reason to things that they can't know. The reason is why do people die? Well, Outside the reason that they actually died, you know, like if it was a car accident or like what, you know, heart attack or outside of like the actual factual how and why they actually really died outside of that. Um, you don't know. Why did they die? I mean, really, is there is there is there a cosmic reason? I personally don't think so. Everyone dies. That I'm not trying to be morbid, but it's just true. Everyone dies. Some people die prematurely for a million different reasons, depending upon how their lifestyle, how they live, where they were, how they were. You know, I mean, there's a million, right? There's a million, there's a millions, there's, there are millions of reasons why people die. And we can't know. I just don't think, well, we can't know the cosmic reason because I don't think there is a cosmic reason. People die because people died. People, You don't live forever. And so whether you 
die young or old, I mean, that's just a part of unfortunate, right? When you die, when people die young, of course, that's terribly unfortunate. I wish it never happened. I wish everybody lived a full, happy life into their hundreds, uh, healthy and happy. And like that would be my wish uh, for, for everyone is to live a whole happy, fulfilling, vibrant life for as long as their body will, you know, as long as their heart will beat and their mind will function. Like that's my wish. I mean, that's my wish for me. And I have every intention on, on doing just that. Uh, so, you know, why do people die um, yeah, I just, I personally just don't think there's this cosmic reason. I think, I think, yeah, I, I, I just don't like I, in my mind, I just, I'm thinking this is even true in, in the Bible. You know, when you look in the Bible, you know, people say, well, yeah, but God said, you know, like, no, okay. It, God didn't write the Bible. So men wrote the Bible. And so anytime when people say, well, God said, well, we don't know that God said it. It's it's a man that actually said it about, you know, saying that God said it to him. So when you see, quote unquote, God saying what and how, what things meant and giving definition and reasons and things behind certain things that happened and that God, you know, saw the sins of the people and did this and that, that <laughs> like, hopefully people would understand that, that that's actually not God saying that. So that's not, that's not the, that's not necessarily true. Someone wrote that. Does that make sense? In other words, if I, if I gave a definition, you know, someone dies and I said, well, you know, God, God saw that in their heart was evil. And so he decided that they were going to do evil. So he killed them so that they wouldn't do evil. Okay. Is that actually true? No, that's not actually true. Because, it, and again, I can hear people in my mind going, well, you know, that, that sounds like something God would do. <laughs> so do you find that? I mean, I don't know if your brain works like mine, but I mean, don't you find that a little odd then? Like why didn't God kill Hitler when he was a baby? You know, why didn't God like whatever that, whatever that's called when babies, you know, die in their sleep, you know, like why, why didn't God kill Hitler when he was in the crib or kill him as a toddler and have, why didn't he have Hitler like run out in the street and get run over by a car when he was a toddler? Why, why didn't God, you know, have him drowned in a, pool like you know what i'm saying like that that's just so like if god's trying if god's doing things to save people yeah he kind of missed a real real good opportunity to to take out someone that was pretty pretty evil i think that everyone on planet earth could uh, agree that uh, hitler was the epitome of evil and uh god couldn't even save or protect his own people the jews that seems a little sketchy to me that if God was in the business of doing that kind of stuff, like protecting people and doing things that would have been probably a pretty good opportunity to show, uh, some, some divine protection there, but he didn't. And that's, you know, and, and I, let me say this. It sounds like I'm mad at God. I'm not mad at God. I'm not blaming God because I don't believe that's how God works. I don't believe that's how the world works anymore. I don't believe God. I am in charge of my life. If I want to be healthy, then I need to eat healthy and exercise. It's not up to God. My health and my life is not up to God. You know, I used to teach and say that my life is in God's hands. No, it's, it's not actually. My life, God gave my life to me. It's in my hands. <laughs> I mean, and that's not being, um, it, I mean, that's just the truth. I mean, the, the truth is, yes, I believe God gave me life, but I'm not in his hands. 
No one's in God's hands. We're in our, we're in our own hands. We have to take responsibility for our own lives. And uh, clearly, uh, I believe that. Now, do I believe that, you know, you hear those stories of divine protection and, and close calls and, you know, God bringing, you know, saving people, you know, and, and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So I believe there's a real easy, a very natural definite or real easy way to explain all that kind of stuff to me, because I've had that kind of stuff in my life there. I, you know, I have a story that if I told you it would, it would curl your toes, it'd be, it would amaze you. But I have a different understanding of that story. I was saved from a massive car, a massive motorcycle accident. And I do, I really did have a voice that came in my head that warned me. And so I heeded the warning and was saved and protected. So it, it really, it's, you know, I used to say it was a divine moment that God spoke to me. And now what I realize it was just, it was my inner self, you know, that how God created me, you know, so to me, you know, when, when you cut your hand and it heals, did God heal that wound? No, my body healed the wound, but my body was made by God to heal itself. So I believe that God gives us the ability to protect ourselves from tragedy by listening to our, our spirits or listening to within, trusting our intuition, trusting our inner voices, trusting the, the quote unquote God within us, you know? So, you know, that's a whole nother teaching. I guess I should probably do at some point because I think it's a valuable teaching, especially when we talk about self-discovery, self-development, self-knowing, you know, knowing ourselves, trusting ourselves. You know, I would say I've always been super intuitive. I've always listened. I've always been listening to my inner spirit. I really have. And like I said, the only thing that's really changed in my life now is I just realized that that's the spirit within me. Not, It's not necessarily God, you know, like an outside source speaking to me. Uh, no, it's God created me with this inner thing, right? For everyone. I think if we all tap into it, I mean, of course there's this inner knowing and, and, uh, when we live in a way that honors that inner knowing, I think that is part and parcel to the purpose of life. It's self-love, self-discovery, um, knowing ourselves and, and being free. Um, from any, yeah. So anyway, uh, I, I should probably do another podcast on that whole thought because that, that, that goes to a teaching being what I used to teach. It would be called being led by the spirit of God. Now, you know, I view that different. It's, it's not being led by the spirit of God. It's just being led by the, the spirit within us. And I, I believe, I really do believe now that I'm coming to the end of this episode, I really do believe that um, the purpose of life is self-discovery. I think it's, it's knowing, learning to know ourselves and, and, and in that, in that, when we, I think that is knowing and learning God. Um, yeah, I really, I really am convinced of that, that, that's why I think it's so critically important to know thyself because within us is within each and every one of us is this, this God element. Um, and the more we know ourselves, the more we understand ourselves, the more we tap into that inner God, uh, I think that it helps us live a much more fulfilling life uh, that is, uh, moral, that is upstanding, that is love, uh, you know, uh, God created us, God is love. And so within us all is love. Um, and then there's even a Bible verse that says the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts. So the love, which is God, cause God is love is within us all. And so as we learn to know ourselves, uh, 
that then helps us to fulfill our divine quote divine destiny all right guys god bless